to Rising Above with Becky Davidson. We cannot feel anxiety and gratitude at the same time. If I am meditating on all the Lord has done for me, and I am truly walking in gratitude, there's no room for the anxiety. Welcome to Rising Above with Becky Davidson, where we hear from special needs families who rise above difficult circumstances and discover that joy can be found in every story. Thank you for joining us. Here's your host, Becky Davidson. Hey friends, we have another great episode for you this week as you get to meet my friend, Sonia Craig. Sonia is the founder and executive director of Possibility Place, a Christ-centered educational day program for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. She is also the mother of two grown sons, one who has autism and is the reason Sonia felt led to start Possibility Place. Her passion is to see children and adults with special needs have every opportunity to reach goals beyond what was predicted for them with any diagnosis or label. Her dream is to see them fully integrated into a society that sees their value, a society that shifts the focus to what they can do instead of what they cannot. And I love how Sonia has used her passion to not only help her son, but so many other adults with disabilities, for them to be able to find friendships and opportunities to live life to the full. So here's my friend, Sonia Craig. Hello, my friend, Sonia. I am so glad to see you. How are you, my friend? I am wonderful. And Becky, it is so good to see you, sweetie. Um, I think of you all the time. Mm. And so to get to catch up like this is such a blessing. I know. I am so glad we were finally able, even if we had to connect through the podcast, you know, (laughs) Really? But it's been a long time uh, that since we've chatted, and I am just so yes. glad that you're here because I cannot wait to share your story with our listeners. And so thank you, my friend. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Well, you know, we met, we were trying to figure out before we hit record how long it's been, but you yeah. live in a town about an hour and a half from me. Right. And um, back back in the day, back back right after, you know, Rising Above had been going probably seven or eight years mm-hmm. and you reached out to us and we connected and then you guys started a chapter of Rising Above in your town. And we sure did. It was amazing. And you guys hosted the monthly worship nights and Jeff and I and John yes. Alex would come down yes. with you guys for those worship nights. And it was just such a joy. Um, to get to be with the families in your town and and be part of that with you guys. And so it's I think we were figuring out it's been at least five, five and a half years since we have actually seen each other and chatted. And so I'm excited to catch up. Well, I am too, Becky. And I want to tell you, um, you know, having you reaching out to me and uh, setting up this podcast course, all those memories yeah. coming back, you know, yeah. of the worship nights, but also the Easter extravaganza. Yes. Yes. That was like the best thing we ever mm-hmm. did. It was amazing. Yeah. And uh, I just remember thinking how amazing that God put that call on you and Jeff mm-hmm. to do that. Because just in that one event, we saw hundreds of families yeah. just being ministered to. Mm-hmm. 
because their children were being ministered yeah. to. Yeah. So the byproduct of that is the, you know, the parents mm-hmm. feeling loved because their yeah. children were loved. Yeah. And so we fell in love with Rising Above immediately. Well, amazing. we fell in love with you guys and just your, you know, your servant's heart for, for yeah. loving um, people who have unique needs. And, yeah. you know, you started this journey as a special needs mama with yeah. your son, Zach. So tell us about Zach. Tell us about um, him as a little, when he was little and finding out about his diagnosis and a little bit about him now. Okay. Well, uh, Zach is a hoot. Let me tell yeah. you that. Yes, first he off. is. <laughs> Yes, he is. He is. Zach is 35 oh, now, my believe it or not. Crazy. Um, he is my oldest. And, oh, girl, God has blessed me so richly mm-hmm. because um, he just is such a unique fella and so loving and so kind. And I am so blessed to get to be his mama. Mm-hmm. And so early on, we felt like... And when I say early on, it was about 11 months old. Uh, I was a first-time mama, but mm-hmm. I just felt like mm, he's not meeting these milestones right. that the doctors put on the charts and all that and you read about in the books. And I said, there's just something going on here. So I reached out to the pediatrician, and she's like, nah, you're a first-time mama. Yeah. Put him on the floor. Mm. Put him on the floor. Mm-hmm. You're not. Let, you're holding too much. He's not... Mm getting to roll around and crawl. And I'm like, okay. okay, Yeah. <laughs> so I did. And of course, he still didn't meet those milestones. So we found out at uh, about 15 months of age that Zach had uh, two things going on. Of course, Well, at 15 months, we only knew about the one. And that's called agenesis of the corpus callosum. So that middle rod down the brain that connects the two hemispheres he only has a couple of fibers in the very front. Mm. And so the two halves of the brain don't really communicate mm-hmm. that well. And then at age three, because back then they didn't diagnose with autism mm-hmm. before three. Um, uh, at age three, they diagnosed him with autism. Mm-hmm. And so that set us on this journey yeah. of just trying to find Oh, all you know too well. Right. Uh, right. Therapies mm-hmm. and activities that would just help him yeah. have a shot at life and a, a full life. And, um, but again, God blessed us because he's just this unique fella and he loves to tell jokes. He loves Jesus and <laughs> he keeps us hopping. He is, he's, I've always, we've always just loved him and his personality. And, you know, oh, one yeah. of the things I remember about him is that he can recite facts oh, about yeah. presidents and what did you say? American history, right? American history. And I remember yes. that. And Jeff would, Jeff, I remember Jeff going up to him and he would say, like a the president, like a number who was number yes. whatever you know that president. He could immediately tell him who the pre- that president was, and just yes. different things like that. And you know, Jeff was a big history buff too, and so I th- it was fun yeah. seeing the two of them connect. It um, was sweet, wasn't it? And I yes. just love that about him, about Zach. And he just, still does. He's uh, presidents, American history, anything factual like that. Mm-hmm. He'll even um, one of the things. Oh, Nixon's favorite snack. Cottage wow. cheese and ketchup. How fun. 
That I'm is like, so okay. Well, who knows that kind of yeah. stuff? You know, it's just random yeah. stuff. He loves to learn. Oh, I love that yeah. about him. And so, you know, think back to those early days. You know, you're a young mom. You're mm. seeing that these milestones are not being met. Yeah. What was that doing to your mama's heart when you're seeing oh. this? It crushes it. Mm -hmm. And because as mamas, God created our hearts to be tender for our kiddos. Mm -hmm. And we're also the fixers. We've got to help our child. And um, so it was just devastating. And you you become advocate Mm -hmm. by default because you've got to advocate for your child and you've got to see that their needs are met and that they're receiving everything they Mm -hmm. need to receive. And so... I think it was just, when I look back, of course, like I said, Zach's 35 now. When I look back, I almost can't picture that time because it was such a deep, dark place Mm -hmm. that we were just scrambling. We were reaching Mm -hmm. for anything, Mm -hmm. any hope, Mm -hmm. any therapy that promised progress, uh, we were reaching for anything mm-hmm. to help us with that. Yeah. And what was hard, I think, you know, not only were there not as many resources back then, but there wasn't like the internet where you could go and search. Exactly. And find that we, you know, we're scrambling trying to find those resources without having Absolutely. access to... To the internet. Yeah. Right. Where the resources yeah, are. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, that made it you know, almost a little bit more challenging because you, you, you had to, we had to do a little bit more digging, you know, to try to find things that, and there, and then really there wasn't as much, especially, you know, many. with autism um, yes. back, back at that point in time. But, you know, we talked a little bit about Zach today. Tell us about yeah. Zach today and okay. what you love most about your sweet son. Oh my gosh. Well, God is good. Um, I hope I say that 20 times during our talk today. But um, today, Zach has a really full, rich life, mm-hmm. Becky. Um, of course, he attends Possibility Place, and he's uh, involved with Best Buddies MTSU. Yeah, he does Special Olympics. He's involved in a program in Franklin called Backlight Productions, and um, it's a comedy club they oh have. Oh, my goodness. I don't you know, know about this. Yes. Um, th- they do amazing things with drama and do plays with kids and adults with IDD. Um, but they this year they just started a comedy troupe. Oh, and Zach is all about telling the jokes, you know. So he is living the dream right now. And uh, he works part-time. He will tell you, come get a burrito at Blue Coast Burrito. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the sweet thing is, is um, the employees the employees there at Blue Coast made him the unofficial um, lobby manager. Oh, yeah. And because that's his job, he mm-hmm. cleans the lobby mm-hmm. and um, he refills salsa, you know, the right. things uh, there in the lobby. And he loves his job. And so... I. We just feel so blessed that mm-hmm. he has friendship. He has a reason to get up in the morning. He has things to look forward to. And, um, but Becky, you asked about my favorite thing about Zach. And I would say the biggest thing about Zach is his relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. He loves the Lord and his, 
his faith is so real and tangible to him that he teaches me something all Mm -hmm. the time. If he's struggling, he knows what to do. He says, Mama, I need to pray. Or if one of his friends here at Possibility Place is struggling, Mm -hmm. he says, Mama, we need to pray for Mm -hmm. Johnny or Mm -hmm. whomever, you know. And another thing is his view of Jesus. Oh, I've got to tell you the story. It's so funny. But his view of Jesus is as real as me talking Mm -hmm. to you. That is how he talks to Jesus. And he his thing is, Mom, one day Jesus is going to uh, kiss me on the nose mm-hmm. and tell me I'm a good lad. So apparently Jesus speaks to in him. British to Zach. <laughs> <laughs> tell him he's a good lad. I he's love a good it. lad. Yes. I, and, well, I love that. Oh, it's just he he teaches me something. Mm-hmm. When I'm down, he'll ask me, Mama, have you prayed? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, my child is, yeah. you know. He's, calling uh, you out, Mom. Calling me out, <laughs> taking me to task. And so, um, again, God is good, Becky, and I'm so blessed. Well, you know, when you think back to those early days and your mama's heart is breaking and you're seeing all these things, oh, yeah. could you ever imagine that Never. his life would be as full as what it is now. No, Becky, yeah. I couldn't because the prognosis that the neurologist mm-hmm. gave us mm-hmm. at Vanderbilt was not good. Mm-hmm. And, um, but at the same time, when I say that, I, there are those with more significant needs and significant challenges as my son. And I think. I've seen that here at Possibility Place, and I know their mamas can say the same thing. Mm-hmm. God is good yes. because my child is created in the image yeah. of God, yeah. and they are just as grateful for their mm-hmm. child. Absolutely. So even if, I, I r- truly stand on this, even if the prognosis came to be that those doctors predicted over Zach, mm-hmm. I still believe God is good, mm-hmm. and I would still be blessed yeah. to be Zach's mama. Yeah, and um, yeah, so, he's a good kiddo. Well, you know, you've mentioned a couple of times about Possibility Place, so yes. let's talk about Possibility Place now. When you were leading a Rising Above group in your town, mm-hmm. you started this idea. You had this idea for yeah. for something to bless adults with disabilities. So. Share about what possibility is, how you got started, and oh my goodness, I cannot even believe how it's grown since I, you know, you started back several years ago. So tell us about Possibility Place. Oh, I'd love to. Um, Okay, so in 2014, God just put it on my heart to start something more for these precious adults that were spending all day at home with little to do, little to look forward to. Um, And so I just started researching and I started just sitting at the feet of the people who had started other day programs. Um, There's one in Nashville and there's one in Franklin, but there wasn't one in Rutherford County. So um, I just started praying and talking to other people And so in August 2014, 
we opened our doors to seven adults. It was just uh, myself and one other staff member, Mm -hmm. and we had seven adults. And so, well, let me back up a little bit. When God, I really felt God calling me to do this because just the thought of these adults spending all day at home with nothing to do just really burdened my heart. And so I told God, I said, okay, God, I want to be obedient to what I feel like you're calling me to do, but I know nothing Mm -hmm. about running a nonprofit. That's, yeah, that's not my thing. I was a homeschooling mama. Mm -hmm. I know nothing about running a nonprofit. And I said, so you're going to have to put people in my path to teach me. And I often joke that, you know, God can make a donkey talk. We've seen that in scripture. (laughs) So he can also help me run this nonprofit. And so we did. Um, We opened our doors, as I said, to seven adults. And we just started doing classes. We do life skills and vocation skills and so many other classes. And we volunteer in the community and we go on field trips. And we just try to help them be all that God designed Mm -hmm. them to be. And it looks different. It looks different for all of them. Mm -hmm. And so today we're nine years in and we have... 46 adults. Oh, my goodness, Sonia. And we have a staff of nine, and we're just growing, and God is blessing our efforts, and it's just amazing to see. Have I said yet that God is good, Oh, Becky? my goodness. I did not realize <laughs> you were serving that many of our friends. and we do, and we have a waiting list I'm right sure now. that you do. I'm sure yeah. that you do. And I love how, you know, God gave you this vision. Yeah. And, and and at that time, I'm sure it's kind of like with Rising Above. When we started Rising Above, we could never dream that Rising Above looks how it does today, you know, all these Amazing. years later. But I'm sure when you're starting, you know, you're just taking that next first step of obedience. That's all we know to do. That's it. Just, okay, open a day program. Okay, what does that mean? Right. <laughs> One step. And you, so you didn't like start off having a 40, what did you say, 46? You know, 46. Now you started with seven. seven yeah. And you served those seven well. Yeah. And then people saw what you were doing and wanted to help you grow. And so yes. I just love that. So what does a typical day look like? If a, if, if a friend comes to Possibility Place, what is their day going to look like? Um, well, on a typical day, uh, they, our adults get here about nine o'clock in the morning. And then we start every day with what's called morning gathering. We talk about what we're going to do that day and whose birthday it is Mm -hmm. and what they did over the weekend. And we transition into Bible study and prayer time. And then our, um, adults are divided into four different groups And so they go through what's called morning rotations. And so they take classes all morning. And that looks like math and um, life skills and life enrichment. We're trying to teach them new hobbies, Mm -hmm. something besides TV and video games. And and what else? Oh, self-advocacy to learn to speak up for themselves and to say what they like and Mm -hmm. what they don't like Mm -hmm. and what they need and what they don't need. And. Um, and then we exercise for 30 minutes every yeah. day. 
And then after exercise is everybody's favorite part about the day, lunch and free time. How funny. Yeah. (laughs) They love lunch and free time. So free time is we wanted them to have a say-so over what they got to do. So free time is unstructured. They get to decide. Some of them play a card game or a board game with a friend. Some of them get on their phone. Some of them just chill and rest. And then after that, they get in afternoon rotations and they take more classes. And um, and then after that, we do afternoon gathering. Usually is karaoke. They love karaoke. Uh-huh. Yes. And then they go home. And so that's a typical in-house day. But we try to get them out in the community to volunteer at mm-hmm. least one to two times a week. And we go on field trips and explore our community. So we try to keep them integrated in the community and not just, you mm-hmm. know, so isolated all the time. But we have so much fun, Becky. It's, it's my Disneyland, I gotta be honest. Did you know Rising Above has an app designed for families raising children with special needs? The app includes a prayer wall to share your prayer requests, respite for your mind, messages of hope, and so much more. Click the link in your show notes to download the mobile app in your app store. It's my Disneyland. I got to be honest. (laughs) I love it. And I know that you're making an impact not only on your friends who come to be part of the program, Mm -hmm. but to the families, to the volunteers, to every, to the people, to your staff. So I'm sure that you have some stories of ways that people's lives have been impacted. And I would love to know some of those stories. All right. Um, I'm going to, sh- I want to be careful, but one story that I'll share was a young man. I've known this family f- since probably 2004. So over 20 years, we've known this family and been friends with them. And uh, this young man's dad passed away. Uh, I'm going to say... 2017. And uh, it was a very challenging time for them. And I begged and begged mom to let her son come to Possibility Place. He just needed the community. Mm -hmm. He needed friends to surround him. And she had just lost her husband and she just was not interested in letting her son out of her sight. Yeah, I, I can understand that. <laughs> you, I know you I can, can relate my to that. Yeah. And so, you know, we just prayed over her and gave them lots of time. And after a couple of years, she did let her son come mm-hmm. to Possibility Place. And so we just really worked with him, loved on him, ministered to him. And we were able to get him his first job. And mm. this was a big deal. Um, because he'd never had a job before. And it was at the church we were meeting at at the time. So he was working part-time on the maintenance crew. And it was perfect because he was surrounded by some godly men and um, just really kind of ministered to him and were father figures to him Mm -hmm. when he had just lost his. And then he just built confidence and built skills. And then we were able to get him a part-time job out in the community that he loved. It's at a local coffee shop. Mm. And 
he had been with us two years when they asked him to go full time at this coffee shop. Oh, wow. And he is living. He, oh, by the way, he got a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he is living his best life yeah. now. And just getting to see God bring him from such a place of loss mm-hmm. and despair mm-hmm. to having this really full life with hope for the future. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, Becky, it was just beautiful. It was beautiful. What a joy to get to be a part of that story, you know. Amen. God did it, but we got to be there to witness it Got to be there to see it all. You know, how are you seeing the people who are part of your program, meaning your staff and your volunteers? Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of changes are you seeing in their lives just from being with these amazing adults that come to your program? Becky, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. They teach us something. Of course. Every hour of every day. Mm -hmm. And a couple of the big things they teach us is forgiveness and grace. Mm -hmm. They allow us, you know well, even our closest friends, you know, there are things they don't like about us, but they love us anyway. The adults in our program bar none, accept us as we are. There are no conditions on their attention, their love, their friendship. They accept us as we are. And Mm -hmm. when a friend messes up, when um, we mess up, the forgiveness and grace is so immediate. Now, can they call it forgiveness and grace? Mm -hmm. I don't think they, most of them use those words, but that's what it is. Mm as uh, they express it to each other. And it is precious to watch. Precious. But I wanted to tell you something else. Um, As far as that's what they teach us who spend so much time with them. But something that God did through us working in the community and volunteering was to change the perceptions of the people with IDD, the community. Okay, let me give you an example. Like when we first started, I I went to different nonprofits and begged, mm-hmm. hey, can I bring my group here to volunteer? Well, to be honest, when they heard adults with, mm-hmm. you know, disabilities, they're like, no, no, I don't think that's going to mm-hmm. work. And so, of course, we kept pressing and we broke down some walls, which has been so wonderful. Um, but now, where we're at now, now nine years later, we have businesses and people calling us, asking mm-hmm. us for help. Right. Hey, we've got this project. Could y'all uh-huh. help us with this? Yeah. And uh, that was not even on my radar, Becky. Mm-hmm. And God broke down walls yeah. uh, of what preconceived notions the community had about yeah. the adults in our program. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell you something else uh, that I think of Jeff often. I'm going to cry mm-hmm. when I say this. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Let me work it through. Um, I remember Jeff saying in Rising Above that, you know, when you and your family walk in a fast food restaurant mm-hmm. and you get the stares and you get the looks and you just got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But when a group from Rising Above <laughs> yep. walked in, yep. you owned the place. Mm-hmm. You were large and in charge and... Mm-hmm. 
y'all were there. And I remember that just impacted me so much. And that's what we see. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Do we get the stares? Do we get the snickers and jeers once in a while? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But when 46 adults (laughs) with IDD walk in the mall with a staff of nine, we are large and in charge. And, you know, everybody just kind of parts like the Red Sea. But I do think of Jeff saying that so often, girl, and yeah, it's it's meaningful. It's to this day, and that had to have been twelve, probably so years yeah. ago, yeah. fifteen years ago. Yeah. I don't know. But I remember him saying that because you know, you, you, like you said, like as an individual family, you'd go in somewhere, and then, like you said, all the stares and all the looks, and then yeah. we would come as a group. You know, into like we would, we used to do field trips and we would go like, you know, yes. to different places and different towns and, and you go stop at a McDonald's or stop somewhere. And it's like this whole posse of That's families right. come in. It's like, like you said, they make way for our families to come That's through. Right. And, and it feels uh, powerful. It right? does. It does. It does. Yes. But that, again, that goes back to the importance of community. It goes Amen, back to sister. while we're not to do this life alone, you Amen. know. And so you are providing these adults a place to come to have community, just like you and I need to be in community. Amen. They need to be in community. Yes. And um, so that's another great part of what you're doing is bringing life to them yeah. through providing opportunities for community for them. Absolutely. And you're exactly right. Uh, we need community. God designed us. God mm-hmm. lives in community, Father, mm-hmm. Son, and Holy Spirit. He designed us to need that. Mm -hmm. And our adults, our kids and adults with IDD are no different. They still need people in the, in their lives to be their champions and be Mm -hmm. there with them Mm -hmm. and pray for them and lift them up, but also celebrate when something's going great. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I'm really, I'm blown away because I saw, I saw the very, very beginnings of this. I saw yeah. when you all, you know, we the, the small church you met, you know, met in, and you were meeting. I think just for a couple of hours a week yes. you know, when you started. Right. Then to see where you are now and how you've grown, it's just, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. And you know, as you look to the future, a possibility place. What are some of the hopes and dreams that you have for going forward? Mm-hmm. That's really good, Becky. Um, I think primarily we've got to get it <laughs> a building of our own. <laughs> it's been nine long years. Yes. Um, building sharing is not easy, I'm sure. It's not. As grateful as you are to have a spot. Amen. And yeah. But that is one thing. Let me pipe in here. That is one thing I have learned the last nine years, that gratefulness is a choice. Mm, absolutely. Yep. And sometimes you just have to say, whew. Lord, I'm not feeling it right now, but I'm going to choose to be grateful. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to name this and I'm going to say, Lord, thank you for this church. Thank you for this building. It's hard, hard work, but I'm grateful for it. And uh, sometimes we have to be intentional with that. (laughs) No, absolutely. So a building would probably be at the top of our list as far as what our hopes are right Mm -hmm. now. The church we're meeting in is amazing. They're, they give us great space. But like you said, sharing is challenging. Mm-hmm. You might love the house guests that come to your house, but at some <laughs> point you're hoping they leave, <laughs> you right, know? Right. And so they're hoping that for us too. And mm-hmm. I get, boy, do I get that. 
Becky, I also hope one day we can do housing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with such a need. Oh, it is. And a lot of our families don't have a plan B. Mm-hmm. And they go to bed with that anxiety. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to my child after yeah. my time is gone? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know those concerns. I know those worries. And I really want to be able to provide a solution for them. So mm-hmm. I pray that's in God's plan to be able to provide housing, Christ-centered housing mm-hmm. that will sustain our adults um, as their parents age and mm-hmm. are no longer with them. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I'm suspect that we have listeners who have an idea that maybe God has, you know, given them about like, okay, here's an idea. And what would you say to those parents who are listening who are like, I really feel like God is leading me to do this, but I have no clue how to start. I'm scared to death. I don't know what to do. What would you say to those parents to encourage them? I would say do it. Because if God can use me, he can use anybody, (laughs) sister. Oh my goodness. Yes. I would say reach out to other parents who are in the same boat mm-hmm. and get some support, gauge interest. And uh, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. That was mm-hmm. my greatest fear mm-hmm. is what I didn't know. But I'm going to say it again, girl, God is good. Mm-hmm. And he put people in my path to teach me. I'd take mm-hmm. that next step. Yeah, There's this person coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. To yeah. say, hey, have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Well, what do you know? That's mm-hmm. really the next step mm-hmm. I need to take. And I, he is so faithful that I believe he can, if he's laying it on somebody's heart, he's going to provide mm-hmm. the means and the knowledge to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so true. I, as you're talking about that, I remember, you know, when Jeff passed away, I got mm-hmm. thrown into like, you know, widow trying running my Mm. family where Jeff did that and then running rising above leading rising above and I had no I had no clue but God I brought so many people in my path to help me and show me what to do and so I so agree with that that it's you know God if you are called to do something he will provide not only financially but also provide the people Amen. who will guide you and help you through that. And, um, you know, Sonia, I Amen. know as you look back at your life, there have been challenges and there have been things that you have faced. But what would you say are ways that you rise above your circumstances and you find joy in your story? I, I'm going to go back first to gratitude, mm-hmm. Becky, because if anybody listening has a child with special needs, you know there are challenging times. If you have a child, period, uh, there are challenging times. Mm-hmm. And I heard a quote. Well, it was actually a study done by scientists, and I can't remember where this study was done. Forgive me. But they were mapping out parts of the brain, like where we feel love, mm-hmm. where we feel fear, things like that, different parts of the brain. And a really interesting thing came out of that. The exact part of the brain where we feel gratitude Mm -hmm. is the same exact part of the brain we feel anxiety. Hmm. So what they were saying is 
we cannot feel anxiety and gratitude at the same time. And that was really, really meaningful to me as someone who does experience uh, times of anxiety, mm-hmm. that if I am meditating on all the Lord has done for me, and I am truly walking in gratitude, there's no room for the anxiety. Mm. And so I truly try very hard to choose, Mm -hmm. it's a choice, Mm -hmm. gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so being thankful for what all the Lord has done and all the Lord hasn't done that I might Mm -hmm. have wanted um, is one way to muddle through the hard times and find that joy. Mm -hmm. Another thing comes to mind is I tease some of my friends who don't have a child with special (laughs) challenges that I feel sorry for them in some ways uh, because heaven's going to be sweeter for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, As if sitting, uh, falling at the feet of Jesus when I get there isn't sweet enough. I'm going to get to see my Zach yes. in full form. Yes. Becky, he's, he's going to know everything yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to really experience each other on a different mm-hmm. level. Yeah. And so I say heaven's going to be sweeter for me. Yeah. <laughs> I could not agree more. I could not agree more. Can I think imagine? to say, no, I, I cannot wait. Well, of course, to see Jesus and to see my husband again. Amen. Amen. And But to see our children who have so bravely faced life Mm -hmm. here on earth and see them get their reward and see them in their fullness, I cannot wait. Girl, glory. That's where my hope is. That's where my hope is, too. And. Friend, I cannot thank you enough mm. for taking the time to be on the show. You are busy. You're at work today, and you've got <laughs> you've got your possibility places going on yeah. as you're in here talking to me. And I just I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today and sharing part of your story. And I'm just so proud of you and the great work that oh. you are doing. The way you are loving and serving so beautifully well. And I just pray this God way. continues just to bless your work at Possibility Place and provides every need for every need that you have. Thank you, friend. Um, I appreciate that. Thank you for asking me on. It was such a joy to connect with you, reconnect with you. And so thank you, Beth. Thank you, friend. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Rising Above with Becky Davidson, created and produced by Rising Above Ministries. To learn more about us and our resources for special needs families, visit risingaboveministries.org or download our free app. If you've enjoyed listening and want to hear more, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. You can always share it to encourage a friend. And remember, joy can be found in every story.